Friday, September 15th. Love others. Luke 10, 25-27 On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went him away, went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came up to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. Several years ago, I was co-leading a men's group from the church on an overnight hike into Carter Notch, one of the AMC huts in the White Mountains. I'd been there several times, and as a co-leader, I was responsible for leading the way and making sure we all got there safely. As a popular site, the trail was well-worn, even though the hut lay several miles in the wilderness. The group naturally thinned out as the moderately difficult trail began to gently climb into the mountains. Most of the men found their individual hiking pace while carrying all the essentials for the overnight on their backs. Though the pace was slow for all of us, it became obvious that one guy was struggling more than the others. I fell back to stay with him, to offer encouragement and keep an eye on him. Because the trail was well marked, the others continued on. As the incline gradually increased, my new hiking partner's pace slowed to the point where he could cover only a couple of hundred yards before stopping to catch his breath. The slower pace was fine with me, but I knew a particularly difficult ridge was coming up. After a minute or two and a couple of gulps of water, we were off again. Once we got to the ridge, I could see the trepidation on his face. I knew the hut was less than a mile beyond this ridge and the trail was easy once over the ridge. It would be smooth sailing. My encouragement to that effect seemed to fall on deaf ears. As we sat drinking water, 
and contemplating this one last push. Andrew, my co-leader, suddenly appeared from the other side of the ridge, without his pack. He was one of the first to make it to the hut. He dropped his gear and came back for our exhausted friend. He took his pack and the three of us cleared the ridge and got into the hut before nightfall. Needless to say, we all slept like logs. The lesson for me that weekend was that as important as it is to come alongside our neighbour who is hurting, sometimes it's necessary to go the extra mile and take the load for them. Miles Hansen, read by Roselle Heckendorn. Engaging with the scripture. Listen to the scripture passage a few times. Notice the things that surprise you or the things you find difficult to accept. Then talk to God about your questions, difficulties or surprises. What do you think he wants you to notice in this story? Consider these questions. Before you read this passage, how would you answer the question, who is my neighbour? Has your answer changed after reflection? Which character in Jesus' story do you most identify with today? And what does it mean for you to go and do likewise in your life today? And when you get the chance, please share your thoughts and insights and experiences of trying to live out this scripture in the comments section on the website. And join us Sunday night in Andover to share what God has been doing in your life this week. Uh, Five o'clock for a potluck meal and then six o'clock for a time of worship and sharing and prayer. Hope to see you there.